Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Goings on. I'm Aslan Hajavandi. Who cares? Michael Langston's over through that wall right there. Recurring analyst for WarChant.com, the ultimate symbol sports source. It's only one American dollar for an entire year of access, premium access to WarChant.com, but only for like not even 10 more days, I don't think. So get with it, everybody. Subscribe to it. And what else can they do? Show some love, Michael. Hit the like button. Uh, helps us promote all these things. Uh, certainly uh, big news tonight with you know, this kind of thing. You want to always uh, you know, certainly hit the like button, help us promote these things. And and Aslan just said, sign up for a dollar. Last till in this September, guys, get on it. We got a big family already there. People are droving in everywhere. We want you there. Spend. I'm I'm, I'm about equality. Spend the buck. One buck, uh, you get so much stuff. Uh, incredible articles from Ira. Incredible stuff from Corey Clark. Obviously, recruiting and all kinds of great stuff. Uh, all the inside scoop from all the on three experts. So, man. Jump on board, guys. Here it is. Let's go with it, Michael. Breaking news on this late Tuesday night. They got a commitment. What do we know? Who is he? Linebacker Blake Nicholson out of Manteca. I'm going to say Manteca. Manteca. Actually, Manteca. Manteca, California. Four-star linebacker. Um, essentially, basically a top 100 type of linebacker. I, I'm really high on him. I, I've, I've liked this kid for a while. And I really felt like uh, this was a guy that FSU really just it, early on, just put everything into this guy. Obviously, a tough battle with Oregon, but uh, FSU got the job done. Certainly, I think the season certainly didn't hurt uh, how things are going, but I think ultimately with this decision, I think it came down to, to how FSU recruited him. Uh, they got to know him personally before they offered. I think other schools, they offered over because he's really talented. They didn't really get to know him the way FSU did. I think that really resonated with Blake throughout the process. That was a big deal. And obviously the feeling he had when he was on campus, he said that many times, both times he visited, visited once, officially visited on in June, and then took another visit in July for the Seminole Showcase. And it was just clear every time he was here, there was a different feeling uh, when he was at FSU. Sure, Oregon's great. They got a lot of nice stuff over there, but you really sensed something that was special when he was on the FSU campus. Uh, the fans really helped out a lot. He mentioned that uh, when he committed tonight about how, you know, a lot of the FSU fans are so passionate and they're really into it and just they knew his name and all that stuff, which is not normal for kids that are from, you know, out of state, especially in California. So I think the, I think overall it was just a lot of things that really just led him to Florida State. 
Um, I've, I've really liked their chances ever since he took that July visit. I really felt like that was everything they needed. Uh, he needed to see. And, and certainly you saw a different bonding when he was around the other commitments during that time for the showcase. And man, did they get a hell of a linebacker? This guy can play uh, very athletic, fast to the ball, uh, great instincts, gets off blocks really quick. And just everything you're looking for from a linebacker that certainly we've seen some of with the team this year, but to add a piece like that of a position that they desperately need and need to add guys that are top guys, Blake Nicholson is, is a huge pickup for FSU and, and keeps that recruiting momentum going. Michael, you talked about this team needs to win and then we'll see the fruits of that labor kind of pay off. A lot of guys kind of waiting, seeing what's going on. Uh, you know, his decision was already kind of announced uh, in advance here, but how much of this 3-0 start do you think is the credit for him pulling the trigger tonight? Yeah, fruits of labor, they're there. Uh, 3-0 and uh, certainly helps. I think it kind of just, for me, I, I think he was already leaning that way. I think it just solidified that the box, every box can be checked off when you're talking about, you know, uh, finishing it off. I think, I think it was a, it was a small part, but I think it was an important part where he wanted to see how they looked. Certainly when you see Tatum Bethune flying around, Kalen Deloach making plays everywhere, even DJ Lundy in there, you know, doing some nice things. So when you see that and you see the scheme of what they're doing, I think that certainly was, I think it was bigger about what the linebackers look like than so the a team. Cause I think he felt really comfortable about where they're going, where this team's going, where this program's going. And, uh, and I, I th- certainly think that LSU game really helped. It kind of showed you kind of the fight of this team learning how to win. And I think that really certainly captured his attention. But I think uh, things were kind of set in motion a little bit. I think this just solidified it and finished it off with the winning. How about our guy Rob Rathbun here, man? It's not even like a show show, and he's just out here <laughs> dropping bags. <laughs> nice. Thank you, Rob. You're the man. Um we got a question from Chris and Perry George. Do we know if he plans to enroll early, Michael? No, he's not an early enrollee. I put that in my post I just put up. He wants to finish his high school. I'm assuming he probably plays another sport, um, so he probably you know feels obligated to finish that sport. Uh, but I, I do think he, I do expect him to sign in December. So, uh, but he'll get there in the summer. But um, I think I think that's something that's kind of important to him to finish out the year, so he won't be a early enrollee from 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 everything I've gathered. I mean, the cool thing here, Michael, it seems like is this staff is identifying guys kind of early on, maybe when they're not as heralded. If I'm not mistaken, I think he started off as a three-star when we first saw his name come across the radar. Now he's a four-star blue-chip guy. Um, you know, what does this kind of, uh, you know, display and demonstrate about this staff and their ability to find, you know, maybe diamonds in the rough? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, several things. Uh, first off, Derek Ray, phenomenal job with him. He's the GM for FSU. He has ties to uh, certainly Blake. Uh, they're both from Matika, California. So uh, Blake has some ties there. Or, or Derek has some ties there, but that helped. That just kind of got their foot in the door. Uh, obviously, Derek did a phenomenal job, but I think the relationship with Randy was a big deal. Um, and also just just kind of shows their reach of, of what they can do and where they can go with a program. It, it kind of solidifies kind of where we talk about recruiting momentum as on, and that's kind of, it, it, it solidifies that when you get a guy, cause they weren't always the leader. I mean, they were actually early on. Oregon was like the solid favorite for him. A lot of people thought that, you know, he was going to Oregon. Then he took that official to FSU in June. That's then you start seeing things kind of change a little bit where it really caught his attention. Uh, so, 
it was it was FSU had to rally and come back because uh, they got in later than a lot of these other schools like Oregon, UCLA. They had already offered him. FSU was a later offer, but they did a great job with the relationships. Like I said, before they offered, they really got to know him. So I think that was what really solidified, I guess, their position. And then the connection he felt when he was at FSU. But it, I think it says a lot about their recruiting ability. There's a lot of good recruiters on this staff. Uh, I think it shows just kind of how good Randy is as far as connecting with players. And then, and then two, their reach, uh, it doesn't matter if you're in California or, or wherever you live that, um, you know, this staff ha- is really good and really elite at relationships. That doesn't mean they're the best recruiters everywhere on the staff, but it does tell you they're all really good with relationships. And when you're winning, um, it's easy to sell the other stuff. Uh, and that, and that's kind of, where they're at and and certainly why they were able to nab such an elite prospect like Blake Nicholson. What what stands out about his game the most to you, Michael? I mean, when you look at and talking to people in the industry, when, when they size up and scout Blake Nicholson, I mean, what is it that makes him a, a four-star top 200 recruit in the entire country? Obviously, I follow him a lot every week because we do the Friday Night Rewind. I really study kind of what he does each week. Obviously, his speed really jumps out to me. He's really quick. Uh, He's got really good speed, gets off the line really fast, and athletic, super athletic. I think he's already has like eight touchdowns on the the year offensively. They run him. They throw the ball to him. And and you can't be – I mean, if you're not a great athlete, you're not going to be able to do that. And certainly, he brings a lot to athleticism to to the table as far as with his game. But – the way he gets off blocks and his lateral movements from side to side is very impressive. Violent hitter. He comes there with bad intentions when he hits people. Uh, I think the only thing I would like to see more of is just see how he covers uh, backs out of the backfield or, or covers backs downfield. We don't see that as much in his game, but everything else, there's a check mark there because uh, the way he gets off the line is really good. His instincts of feeling out plays are really good. Getting off blocks is really good, and he gets a lot of sacks and certainly likes power slamming people, apparently. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> I was afraid he was going to end up like in a Big 12 or Big 10 school and maybe oh, yeah. ask, oh, look at that, man. That, that might be unnecessary roughness. I saw somebody yeah. get tackled like that. It was called I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure Randy and Norvell are going to kind of cater that as far as, hey, let's just bring him to the ground and not like power bomb him like uh, Hulk Hogan. And just, you know, and talking and getting to know uh, Blake over the, the mm-hmm. weeks and months here, Michael, I mean, what were some of the things you think uh, that really, you know, you, you mentioned you touch on some of this stuff, but, you know, when did you, what, what could kind of sense in you that things were turning with him and, and what kind of maybe convinced him and sold him ultimately, you think, on Florida State over some really good suitors over on the West Coast closer to home? Yeah, I I would go all the way back to that July visit. First off, before I start talking about what, what Blake's told me, like, I could sense a different in Blake because of the June visit, it was kind of like, Hey, I'm on official visit. I'm seeing what this is like. I'm getting a feel for it. He was like feeling out FSU. Like, how do you feel and stuff? This July visit, I really saw him interact with, uh, um, I saw a lot more smiling from Blake. There was a lot more interaction with recruits, which he never did in the June visit. It was much more, there was a much more comfort level. Like he was already part of the family. Like he I'm not saying that he committed then, but I'm saying you could tell, the comfort level was extremely high, so I saw it then. And then when 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 I would talk to Blake, both from the June visit and the July visit, and even after the LSU win, uh, the win over LSU, it was a certain thing of of he didn't talk the way he he talked about FSU. Like when he talked about FSU, everything was really personal. Everything was really like, hey, I love their football. I love what they do with the football program. I love what they do with the linebackers. I love what Coach Norvell's doing. I love his fire. All that stuff. 
it the the biggest takeaway was the one thing that was different is the way uh, he felt about this family at FSU. It was different. Uh, the relationship he had was different, where he could talk about anything because. Yeah, I go back to you know my, my main reason of why uh, I think a real, real big part of it was the way they recruited him was a big part of of kind of setting the tone of of why I think FSU ultimately won. Like they didn't just recruit him as a hey, it's a four star linebacker, let's go get him. It was kind of like let's get to know him, let's see what he's like, let's see what his likes are, and let's also see if he's a fit for our culture, what we what we do, and and kind of fit. Obviously, we know he's a fit in talent wise because he's a phenomenal player. But can he fit kind of in our culture of what we're doing? And I think he fit everything perfectly. And uh, I I think the big part is how they recruited him. The way they recruited him, the process of how he's recruited really led to kind of FSU getting And then all the other stuff fell into place, like the connection with the university when he was at FSU several times. And then watching them on TV, he's like, I think they just nailed it with everything in this recruitment. They just they did a perfect job as far as the way they recruited and then also how they played on the field. Because I've said that multiple times for everyone out there. Product on the field is going to be a big deal for a lot of these recruits. And and FSU has nailed it. Home run, whatever, you, whatever adjective you want to use, FSU has nailed it on the field. Yes, it hasn't looked pretty. <laughs> had to block an extra point to win the LSU game. Had to get a big interception. Had to get your backup quarterback to go in there and beat Louisville. But um, that stuff resonates with a lot of recruits, and winning's winning. And they're winning these games where last year, last two or three years, they haven't been. And and when you win, um, it's it's pretty easy to recruit, Aslan. The numbers on your screen do not include, do not factor in yeah. Blake's uh, commitment. I think so. it'll be, I think it'll be at seventeenth as okay. far as, as for what, what I was told. I think it'll be around seventeen, sixteen. So they will be moving up when that's that's changed over, guys. I did some quick math. It'll be the 15th commitment if you don't include Keziah Holmes. Right, right. Uh, 16th if you do include. So, right. Um, and that's, you know, helps out with that whole, whole sort of blue chip uh, yep. you know, factor in here. So, 50%. So, they'll be over 50% now uh, with the commitment of Blake Nicholson, four star linebacker out of, how do we say it in California, Michael? Mateka. Mateka. Okay. I was going to say Manteca. So, thank God we got Manteca. Mike. I think it was Manteca, but. I don't know. Blake's going to correct me when I call him later. But uh, either way, uh, Mateka, California, hopefully you got it right. If we didn't, Blake, give me a give me a lesson. Uh, yeah. But uh, either way, phenomenal news for FSU. <laughs> um, the momentum is real. Um, I mean, you can feel it. I mean, I've talked about this on the board throughout the week. And, and coming in, you got a big visit weekend coming up. A lot of good visitors. We'll have the full visitor list later. The buzz is there. I mean, it's it's real. It's real, and it's probably the highest I can remember under the Norvell era because everything's going in the right direction. It's not just, hey, if we win, or if they win, they could be good, or FSU wins, they're going to be good. It's they're there, they're winning, and uh, the culture is really good. Um, you can see the buy-in, and now it's just about the consistency and keeping it going, You know, just keeping the product going. If you want to keep that momentum you know, just keep winning and sounds simple, but uh, I think that's really resonating with a lot of recruits. I think it's going to resonate with a lot of, when they look at the transfer portal, I think it's going to be very effective in that. I think it's going to be very effective in the high school recruiting. And then they got another big one coming up, Mr. Hakeem Williams, five-star wide receiver coming up on Friday. So I think there's, there's a lot of them. doesn't mean they're going to get everyone guys. So don't think I'm saying they're going to get everybody, but it does mean the momentum is real 
and what FSU is doing is resonating with a lot of recruits. September 23rd. So that's what? Is that Friday? Friday. 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 Don't know the time yet, guys. I'll find out. What do we think about that, though, Michael? Where, where's your, I think where's it, at right now? I think it's really close. Uh, I, I have not made a call there. I think it's I think it's a close battle. You know, your gut kind of wants to lean towards the team that's been there uh, with Texas A&M being the leader for so long. But there is a lot of buzz about FSU. I keep hearing that every day. It keep, seems to keep getting stronger. He's um, now I will say this, whether it's FSU or Texas A&M, which I think is going to be one of those two. I don't. I think it. I think his recruitment's just getting started because he's going to take visits. I, I've heard. I've. I've been told by people around Hakeem that he's going to take a few games in for FSU, um, and then and then maybe one of them the official. But the process is just going to get started even after he commits because he's going to take visits. But certainly, it is big news either way. Um, if FSU was able to pull that out. But I think they're very much in there. I don't have a final call, but I, I think it could go either way. But like I said, gut tells you you should pick Texas A&M, but you cannot ignore the buzz that's going on with Florida State with him. So I'm going to keep digging. Hopefully I have a final call before Friday. And, uh, man, if that happened, <laughs> internet might blow up if FSU pulls off a Hakeem Williams. But uh, certainly – they at least know they got some big news certainly tonight with Blake Nicholson and uh, and and it got a big weekend this weekend uh, as long. This is big because this is their first visit weekend where you know they're playing an opponent that is in the ACC that you can really sell to recruits to come over there check out these teams and how they go. I think it's going to be a significant list. Um, I know Jordan Hall is going to be there. I've heard DJ Chester is also going to be there. So uh, it's going to be a significant amount of uh, you know commits and targets and. Certainly a chance for FSU to showcase, you know, again, uh, this team and, and where they're going. All right. Just joining us, wrapping things up here, Blake Nicholson, 6'2", 215-pound linebacker out of Mateca, California, four-star linebacker. As you see there on your screen, us over on three, have him ranked the 189th prospect in the nation, it looks like, if uh, my screen's not uh, mistaken me. So head over to the warchant.com premium recruiting board. It's where Michael lives, breathes, sleeps, eats everything. <laughs> All the information, more information on the commitment of Blake Nicholson over there. And Michael will keep you guys posted as the Hakeem Williams commitment yep. announcement approaches on Friday. Michael, as always, man. Uh, well, thanks to Rob Rathbun, by the way. for yeah, Thanks, with. Rob. Um, as always, we appreciate the information, the knowledge, Michael. Anytime, man. There you go. Have a great one, everybody. Again, the Knowles land another linebacker moving on up.